0: hey how's it going champagne sharks hope everyone's doing well just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning let people know go to champagne sharks.com and you get access to all the links related to champagne sharks you can go there and find it all and you can find where we are on social media our products all that stuff Also, Patreon benefits, which includes Discord server, book club night, movie night discussions, show notes, newsletter, and most importantly, bonus episodes. So definitely become a patron for $5 a month at Patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. And without further ado, here is the episode. Take care. Oh, Zayn Casker.
1: All right, so, all right, welcome back to another episode of Champagne Sharks. I'm Vita Star, along with Mario and Kenny. What up, y'all? What's going on, Vita Star? How you been? What's driving I've been all right. I'm just kind of sick and tired of Kenny being right about everything. Oh, Lord. I'm sick of that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying... going to listen to the things I'll be saying and I'll be thinking that I'm just talking shit when I'm doing both. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm, I'm being right, but I'm talking shit at the same time.
1: Right. You, you do be right, but you, you do be talking shit, and when I first hear it, I be like, yo, why he gonna talk hard on people, give people the benefit of the doubt, Kimmy don't give nobody the benefit of the doubt, these niggas will say some weird shit, today even, some guy got on my case, and Kenny told me this a long time ago, because I couldn't figure out why he was like, talking about these, any people, right? But now a lot of Mark claiming Eidos, they just have the American flag up. They're like in hiding and shit. Oh, so yeah. you finna yeah. get, get our whole <laughs> in the swamp with Eidos <laughs> <laughs> Look whatever but kenny warned me a while ago right and i I remember him specifically talking about the conversation around reparations and he would just keep kind of shutting them down off of just straight up why y'all worried about immigrants and i kept thinking well there is a conversation to be had about who has access blah blah blah." kenny's like nah and then i started realizing why these people are fucking nuts you can't have a real conversation about anything no this guy got a conversation with them because they
0: don't know what the fuck they're talking about anyway
1: so one of the guys who I guess listens to us, <laughs> so he might be mad at this episode. I don't fucking know. Um, but he, he's not, he don't follow me anyway. So fuck him. He,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> he, um, got, oh, I saw, I posted up at the link in our group chat, but he got upset with me, but I guess because I felt like the diaspora war conversation is kind of stupid. Like cause they're, now they're battling over Juneteenth again this year. Uh huh. Um, who gets to celebrate it? Who, you know, the fact that I guess some of these people be on the internet troll, these, you know, Caribbeans be on the internet trolling African-Americans talking about, you know, I'm going to go to the Juneteenth oh, events with my Haitian flag. And so everybody's like going off and shit about that dumb shit, but who cares? Like, that's my thought. Apparently this guy didn't like the fact that I was like, who cares? It's not even a real thing. Cause it's not a real thing, you know. Why I say it's not a real thing because Caribbean's ain't oppressing me. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen it. I was talking, I told you guys in the group chat. We in LA, we got Belizeans. I am not oppressed by no Belizean, right? They ain't got and shit in
0: there, and they and they bang the, the fuck the out, yeah. No, no. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they,
2: you know, this is the thing, this is the thing, and they bang like it? they be cousins, and one is in the, the rival blood gang from the Crip, yeah. like one is from Harvard yeah. 30s, and the yep. other one is from. From uh,
0: Twenties outlaws, outlaws, yeah. or
2: from uh, what's they what's they other rival over there? Um, off of Adams. Um, so thirties and twenties okay. off Adams too. No, not the Pablo's. The, um, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm having. But, a but this the period. thing. Though,
0: this the thing about these people. The conversation that to be had about reparations is the different. Brams,
2: the Brims. Oh, the Brims. Oh, the Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. See now, now, now the conversation about reparations is different than the conversation about immigrants. This is two different conversations. If you want to have a conversation about uh, reparations, excuse me, that's fine. But when you start having conversations about immigrants, you're just chasing your tail because at the end of the day, look Juneteenth, you're going to see Caribbean people there because in real life, not on Twitter, in real life, when you go to a Juneteenth celebration, it's open to all Black people of the diaspora. Yep, as it should be. Okay, because I'm going to tell you right now. We ain't get nowhere without them, okay? Because at the end of the day, you can't have tribalism. I was listening to a podcast, uh, Sammy the Bull. I love Sammy the Bull's podcast. Uh, Sammy the Bull, Mafia, you know, John Gotti, you know, uh, snitch, all that kind of stuff. He has a really, really good podcast, and he t- he was talking to. Um, no actually it wasn't sammy the bull it was michael franzese he has one and he did one with chad palmentieri okay from uh bronxdale Bronx and uh-huh. the, they, they were talking about um you know racism and they were like no in the mob you know there were racist guys but we worked with black guys and da da da, da. it went into this conversation where they were talking about how italians hate on each other like and that, and he literally said they don't just hate that you got it that that you are um, successful, they're mad that they don't have it and you do have it. Like, he got real flat out, straight up about the haterism in the Italian community. Now, this is Chaz Palmentieri, was like 70 years old. You know what I'm saying? And Michael Franzese.
1: What? You mean, Crabs in a Barrel isn't just a black
0: thing? It's it's a black thing. You could (laughs) have fooled me. Exactly. (laughs) And the crazy thing about this is, when you're when you're you know, but at the end of the day, they stay on code with each other against other people, mm-hmm. right? Very true. On the flip side, and, 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 we and, and,
2: start and add to and, that. You know. yeah, and, and and the thing that we do, Kenny, just to piggyback on what you said, not only do we not stay on code, but we we try to destroy niggas, yeah. like. Yes. Okay, I'm not only gonna just disagree with you. I'm gonna make sure that your mama disagree with you. Right. And your mama's right. With, and make my sure Everybody hates you. Right. Exactly. So it's not even just like, okay, you know what? I don't like what uh what Vita's doing. I'm gonna just get away from Vita. No, it's I gotta get Vita up off of Champagne Sharks and whatever yeah. other podcast she's yeah. trying to do. Like it's, yeah, it's giving right. that kind of shit.
0: You know, it's that vindictive. And and when they were talking about these things. I started relating that to, you know, the conversation about immigrants and and, and uh, reparations and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, those are two different conversations, because at the end of the day, like Vita said, ain't nobody from Jamaica oppressing me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been to the Caribbean. I've been there. You right. know what I'm saying? And when I got there, it was love. Like I was eating at people. I don't even know these people. They was giving me food, free cake, like all kinds of shit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. They were just happy I was there. Sure. It wasn't about right. nothing else. They were just happy I was there because the way they feel about the way we feel about white supremacy they feel about it 100 times more oh exactly but that's what i was saying Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm.
1: twitter too i was like la um i said what do i look like as a black person an african-american in la where we make up 40 percent of the homeless population Mm -hmm. and i'm fighting with a nigga in a country that can't even buy sugar Mm -hmm. that his country produces Wow. Like literally, you Bermuda—they can't even. Is it Bermuda or Barbados? One of those. They can't even buy their own resources. See, and it's all that shit out. It's all of, them. What, that, all what of that, them. what
0: that means, you know what that means to me—that these people that want to have these pointless ass, circular dumbass arguments—they don't have shit going on in their own personal lives. Hmm. Their personal lives is in such shambles that at the end of the day. All they have is to beef with somebody that they don't know. That's all they have. Mm -hmm. They can't even have an educated conversation about reparations. They can't even do it. And And honestly, hold on, let me finish this one point. I don't even think they want reparations. Mm. No, they
1: want to argue about reparations. Mm. They don't want want the responsibility of having it. Damn. I'm with you. I agree, Kenny. It's like it's how I feel about wow. people who are in, in activist spaces. A lot of them don't actually want progress. Mm-hmm. They no. want struggle. That's what that's their their identity. That's We've talked about this on the show before. Yeah, before. Yeah. the
2: struggle. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The struggle becomes the drug. You know, and it's yeah, uh, it's a way. But here's the thing, like. And this happens in a lot of uh, a lot of black spaces all across the spectrum, whether it's right wing, left wing, LGBTQ, ADOS, whatever the case is, a lot of times with our folks, you know, I don't know how this is in other communities, but with us, we have this thing now where with this with this fake outrage shit where it'd be about stuff that you can't really take any actionable make any actionable moves on the stuff that we're complaining about so they'll complain about you know white people wearing dreads in their hair they'll complain about caribbeans or whoever possibly getting reparations but it'd be shit that like you can't do nothing about regardless like how you gonna stop a white person from from uh dread their hair out like what are you gonna do about it you know what i'm saying so what's the point of even complaining about shit like that you, you literally can't do anything about it except complain that's it
1: and that's the thing i think people confuse <laughs> a complaint and you know with action yeah. they think that whining on twitter is the action right and you know that because they don't do shit else except whine on twitter about right. things like you just said mario they whine on twitter about things that they can't do anything about what the fuck are you going to do about a Caribbean who celebrates Juneteenth? Not a damn thing, but complain. These motherfuckers, they nag.
0: That's all they do is nag. They're nagging people. i never seen this many young people nag about everything. Yeah. That's all they do is whine like, and nag.
2: It was just like the... the I sent you guys that, that thing yesterday where... It was a young brother. I guess he got beat out of some money at this place that he was working at. He goes to the guy that owns the store, confronts him about his bread. They get into it or whatever. And he tells the guy, I'm going to cancel you from black culture. I'm, I'm I'm,
0: kicking you out of black
2: culture. And something happened. And then they was talking shit. And then the guy came outside and whooped his ass and then shot him. Now, I don't, I feel, you know, I want to be clear about this. I feel bad for the brother. Like, I didn't want that to happen to him. But it's just like, man, you can't go to places, places, people's places of business playing like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you had no real plan of action, but to go over there and complain like it. it life don't work like that, bro.
1: At all. On top of that, what was his goal? There, was, there I
2: don't, Get attention. <laughs> I get, I get, OK, I'll give him. Let's say his ultimate goal was to get the guy to give him his money right? Once you see that that's not going to happen, then, you know, you got to take the other action. What I said was that if you go, and I don't recommend this, so please don't misunderstand what I'm saying, uh, people in podcast land. I was saying, if you really going to go over there on some gangster, then go on some gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's your path that you're going to take, then be really about it. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're going to have to take you're, you know your your legal action. You're gonna have to go to court, take them to small claims court, whatever the case is, to get your money back, and then you know move forward from there. But you can't really go. You can't be going to people's houses and places of business playing around. And
1: what was he saying though? You said he said what?
2: I'm gonna kick you out of black culture. You culturally appropriating, and, and I'm I'm excommunicating you from black culture. Like,
1: you. Okay, what does that mean? Like, and like cause I, I didn't I don't have a vision. So I couldn't see the video when you had posted Vita, the thing
2: I don't know what the hell that's for I guess the guy talks with hip hop slang or some shit. I don't know like I, yeah. <laughs> I really don't know either.
1: but how are you kicking him out of black culture when that's not a tangible thing uh,
2: thank you that's exactly what I'm saying that's the exactly only
1: way you'd be able to kick him out of black culture is if this is your homie and y'all all hang out in the same spaces and somehow you you get your, these spaces to freeze him out or like, you run the space and you can But you're asking money. him for your money, so that lets me know he's in the power position. Exactly, and that's it. But see, that's 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 like you said. There was no strategy. Right. That doesn't make any. None of that makes any sense. And the black culture thing is totally irrelevant to my money. Right. So, like, because I'm up there for, about my money. Why do I give a fuck about your cultural appropriation? Right. I want my money. I want my you bread. Can, that's it. Right. So I'm, I'm lost on what one has to do with the other. Unless, like Kenny said, he's just trying to get attention.
2: Well, he tra- he's trying to get attention. And I think he was trying to use that as a threat of action in and of itself.
1: You know what I'm saying? But like, Don't nobody care about that shit. Nah, that, that's what I said. I'm like, dude, they they don't even care about this. Because like, if they gave a fuck, they wouldn't have been culturally appropriate in the first place. <laughs> exactly. <month. laughs> they know, and they
2: know you can't do really a damn thing about it. You know what it's I'm saying? Anything. Like, if you see videos of black women getting beat up and dragged all throughout, you know, Asian Nelson lines or whatever, and then motherfuckers like still be going back to them places, you complaining about your little paycheck if <laughs> ain't going to get people to stop shit, you know?
1: Yeah. And I, you know what? But you know what's interesting, though? how much you want to bet that same guy was doing fuck shit and he didn't say nothing. He was still working for him yeah. or whatever he was doing. Yeah, Cause that, that didn't just accident. That didn't just pop up right, out of nowhere. Right. Means you mean, you've been watching his behavior for a minute, yeah. which means I, you know, he's been fucked up to other black people and you didn't give a fuck until your check was missing. Exactly.
2: It's just, it's no different from when those people get fired from places and then they start talking about all the racism that was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like when mm-hmm. white people get fired from a spot, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, and the owner is racist, and he sends racist emails every week, you know. And right. I'm like, well, no, you just saying something now because you lost your job. Fuck yeah, the
1: fuck out. You, of you was good with it all the way up till then.
0: Get to the job on some social media weirdo shit. That's where you fucked up because at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. can't kick nobody out of a culture, especially not hip hop or black culture. You know, but really, mm-hmm. what he meant was hip hop. to me. I'm sure the dude listens to rap music, yes. wears Jordans, exactly. and says nigga, and he let him. So, I know people like that. You know what I'm saying? So he he let him do all that, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like now, all of a sudden, you want to be mad? Like, no, nah, dude. Uh-uh. And so he kicked your ass and then shot you in your ass.
2: Yeah, pretty much. That's what he. That's exactly what he did. And I bet you that dude wish he wouldn't have never yeah. been over.
1: This is and this <laughs> after, after why that shit, yeah, I, You I don't go running true. up on people in real life with that Twitter black blogger bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right, Yeah. Cause that's because you you, oh, man. you, you don't repeating some shit <laughs> nobody in real life gives a fuck about. Don't let these white people exactly. and POCs or, you know and shit. Don't don't let these white people and these POC people, liberals and shit, gas you up thinking that this is the real world. They ain't the real world. They're on the internet yeah. trying to impress you sure. on the internet because in real that's life the they don't give
2: a fuck. <laughs> Well, that's the problem. They be on that internet so long, they think it's real life. You know, like for them, it, I don't even know, for them it is. You know what I'm saying? Like for some of these people, it's it's like leaving the virtual world and stepping outside into the you know into the real world. But for them, that is their real world, and and in the real world for us is yes. like a time yes, out for exactly. them. You know what I'm and saying? Analogy. Like
0: because that's, that's exactly how they think. That really is real life to them. That's why they get up and they have, like I said, I haven't been on Twitter since February. When I go back yeah. and I look, when T will send a Twitter or something, I'll go and look and I have to go online on my phone to see it. Cause I don't have the app. And I look at this stuff. And I'm like, it's the same shit yeah. they were saying when I was on here. Like it's the same conversations, yeah. the same reactions, the same rebuttals, the same arguments, the same debates. It's the same reaction. Everything's the, the same.
1: The only place worse than Twitter with that bullshit is Facebook groups. I swear to God, they are having conversations that we were having on message boards, still with the same memes. Facebook has gotten yeah, Facebook has gotten
2: really bad. Like I thought, you know what I thought, Vita? I thought Facebook was going to be like the last bastion because your fans like people that actually know you in real life is and no, no, so they can no. call you out on your bullshit but it's it's infected yeah.
0: facebook now like I, i'm yeah. starting to see i, I always this make this joke but shit. and you know i always always say that these people are like the movie the lawnmower man you know what i'm saying and if you remember the original lawnmower man mm-hmm. he was this i guess you can call him simple-minded and they did an experiment on him connected right. him to the internet well it wasn't the internet but it was like this computer program that made him believe that he all of a sudden was now handsome. He had muscles. He was smarter mm-hmm. than everybody else. He was smart. But at the end yeah. of the day, he still mm-hmm. was hell-bent on revenge. He didn't even use the, the new attributes yeah. that he had for good. It was to get revenge on the people that made fun of him mm. when he was simple-minded. You know what I'm saying? And these people are the same way. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that is, whatever it is that has them um, depressed, whatever it is, whatever it is that they're going through, the reason why they're going through it is because they haven't gotten a, you know professional help. But instead of getting professional help, they use Twitter and they can live in this virtual reality that, you know, on Twitter, they're the smartest person because they supposedly have a Ph.D. or they're in a Ph.D. program and they're a protester or they're they are an engineer or whatever the hell, whatever lie motherfuckers be telling. You know what I'm saying? Right. and they And that's their personality. You know what I'm saying?
1: I just went to my Facebook just to kind of <laughs> to remember the kind of dumb shit I've seen today. And this is literally the discussion that you're seeing in the black. It's like some black grown and whatever conversation, right? Oh Lord. You know, one of these kind of groups. So these aren't even like your black liberals. This is just niggas. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all know exactly what I mean when I say that. Um, so yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to. this is the, and I know oh, the kind yeah, of oh, you yeah. talk about too. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this is really a, this is really one of the conversations. And of course the hep, the caption is thoughts. Black men say black women are too masculine. Black women are raised to be independent <laughs> because a lot of us come from broken homes. Providing is technically a masculine thing. If a woman is dating a man and still having masculine responsibilities, how can she focus on being feminine?
0: And 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 what about two hundred dollar dates and <laughs> and who's bills and and, and who gonna pay for dinner and how much is a, a haircut cost and you know the barber shop you know they homophobic and the fuck up shit. And, and and how much talk about how much should you spend on the first date goddamn, gonna goddamn day wait yeah who should fix this plate on Thanksgiving wait yeah, I'm, gonna wear, I'm gonna wear this outfit to my ex's house and I'm wondering <laughs> do y'all think this outfit is, is appropriate. Listen, did you, you make there. your man's plate when you go to dinner at his mother's plate. house, <laughs> cousin Pam?
1: Will you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, right. what the, uh, another. This is just another group, ladies. God designed you to need a man, not be one. And
0: that's and that's a message from a
1: nigga that's single than a motherfucker. You know, you, you know he's single and miserable. He ain't got no wife. Why, why? are you even worried about what women are doing if you got that's, a wife? That's
0: that Kevin Sanders right? Shit exactly yeah, you know, I'm but you know, they, they all got this ego now that they know you know this is the thing this is what, what cracks me up about these conversations it always comes from people that don't have experience in the shit that they be talking about you know what i'm saying because if you know women uh, and you're around women this is not a conversation that will be coming out of your mouth but if you, you, know, you live people. on the internet yeah, yeah. you're around people period if your only interaction is based on these just type kidding, of those posts like those and watching YouTube you try to videos bring this shit and up and and to regular stuff. people they be this like is well, hell, this, what? this is how you think this is how people you think people are in real but life but it's
2: so prevalent on social media that like regular people it, be bringing this shit up you know what I'm saying like yeah
1: it's it's funny because you assume at a certain age because I, I, I go to people's profiles so I just gotta see these. I'm like I'm thinking to myself these gotta be like college kids you know you they know, don't know shit about the wrong world old
0: motherfuckers
1: these niggas be older than me Mm-hmm. And I'm in my thirties. And I'm thinking yep. I'm too old to be on this shit. These niggas be fifty <laughs> on Facebook arguing about
2: shit. It's it's gotten to it's gotten to the point where like I automatically know, you know, based on what people's responses are, like I damn near automatically know this is this weird ass, weirdo single dude that ain't got no woman, you know what I'm saying, that spends the majority of his time on the internet watching Camu- Kevin Samuel shit and complaining about women that he don't have. Like I just know. You know what I'm Yo, saying? They had like, the
1: bonnet discussion on Twitter mm, and Facebook. Uh, the bonnet discussion. We all know the bonnet discussion. Yeah. That's the discussion
2: Okay, now that one has lost me. I, I I'm the bonnet not, discussion is discussion
1: one. of whether or not it's appropriate for women to be out in public wearing a bonnet. So the conversation of course turns into you hate black women if you don't approve of it <laughs> and you are a classly mm-hmm. class, classless ghetto horrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't deserve their children. If you go outside on it, You're
0: a single
2: mother <laughs> with eight kids by yeah. five different baby yeah. daddies. Was you never should
1: in be happy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes. It's funny because this, like, who in real life cares that much? The most you get is some old <laughs> oh, yeah. lady rolled her eyes, and we all go back to shopping because we don't give a fuck.
2: Listen. Exactly. Is the bonnet exactly curl correct. bag?
1: You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> I, I think the curl bag is worse. You know to be what? <laughs> the curl bag. <laughs> 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 as soon as he said that, yo, he just, it just all came back to yo, me. Yo, I want to be in a kid. I that smell. Like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was nasty. I can yeah. still smell that shit No, you shit can still now, smell okay? it because niggas still nasty. got that shit. That's why you can still smell that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> tell me how I went to this um, oh, when God. I was, like, 23. I used to, to kick it with, like, my mom and my older cousins who are, like, my mom's age. It's going to, like, to clubs and parties with them and shit, right? And um, I don't know. We were oh, just. Wow. I just like hanging out with them. And so I'll be hanging out with them and they take me to some, like, 30 and over club. Let me tell you, the Jerry Curls... <laughs> We're popping that
2: night. Oh, they haven't left. They haven't left. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like uh, soul So, soul
1: well. one guy. <laughs> y'all gonna get a kick out of this. Okay. So I was dancing with my cousin, but she's like, you know, she's like, she's much older. She must've been like 50 or almost 50. And I was like 23. And, um, we're just dancing, having a good time. You know, then my cousin's very beautiful. So men were always hitting on the So They were coming dance and take her away. And I just be by myself. And then of course, of course, that some old guy took it as <laughs> to the opportunity. Okay, young tender, here we go. And this dude, I'm, I'm being nice. so I dance with this old guy. Tell me why this dude has on a pinstripe suit. Not, oh, not just any type, like <laughs> <but> those shiny <laughs> polyester kind. With oh, this Lord. all red, all red pinstripe suit with a pinstripe hat. Okay. A jerry curl and missing one of his front teeth. Oh and we're dancing and wow. he's like, girl, where are you from? I said, I said, I'm from LA. No, this, this is like a jazz club in uh, Montclair. And so, uh, uh, which is like,
2: a wait, 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 okay. You just get a jazz club in Montclair? <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: club night or some shit, I think. The jazz club, I think it was called. It was in Montclair, and uh, it was like I think it was like twenty-five and over, or thirty and over. But my my wow, older cousins okay. would just take me and my brother Gross. and my other cousins my age, <laughs> just you know, just to take us. I don't know, mm-hmm. like it might all might be one of their birthdays. Right. and They wanted us to go with them, so they would get us in. Because long as were, long as you were with older people, they'd let you in. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, dancing with the dude with this all red pinstripe suit, Jerry curl, missing front tooth, and he starts asking me, "So where you from?" I said I'm from LA. He's like, okay, what pot? <laughs> now, year, I see you got know exactly how these niggas out here sound. What pot? Uh, I said South Central. Oh, Okay, okay, what pot? <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, we're about pretty? That was what about, right? And so I was like the twenties. Oh, okay, so you a blood? I'm a blood. <laughs> My dream is this old dude. <laughs> with an all red <laughs> pinstripe suit telling me he a blood. Uh-huh. the Jammer right. curl was popping though. You could smell it on him. And he's yeah, he went from Oh wow. He wasn't even really dancing with me. He was more like dancing with my breasts. Like it was weird. It was super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was super weird. But anyway, he, I don't know how I got into that. But it is Did he yes, have gold caps on his yes. The one in the did front that was there <laughs> had a gold cap on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. It was like the biggest joke. Like all my f- cousins and my mom was plotting me fight like ever about that shit. Oh my God. But I yeah, no, nah, but the Jerry curl. I don't I don't know how we <laughs> got into Jerry curls. Who brought up Jerry curls? Oh, Oh, uh, I King talking about the, uh, I the cat. I was saying at the bonnet discussion, oh, yeah, discussion, the, the, uh, oh, all oh, the bonnet discussion. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah but just this repetitive, this repetitive conversation. And then when you try to have a real conversation, even if people don't agree with you, they can't even just have the conversation. They have to, like, attack you. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're fucking stupid. You're reaching. Because,
0: because it's because they know right. they can throw stones and hide their hands, man. And that's why back when I was on Twitter, I had over 2,500 people blocked. You know what I'm saying? Because I would see these conversations. I ain't even going to get in the conversation. I'm just blocking everybody in there. <laughs> you guys are fucking I do that, worthless. too. You motherfuckers are worthless. Why would I get I just, into a debate with you people? You people are worthless, you know?
1: But that's the thing, like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I can inform the people who do care and who do want to know, and the thing is, people do hit me up and say, "Oh, I love the things that you say, I got that book you recommended, you know, I get that all the time, so I don't want to stop doing that, but sometimes these people but I have to learn how like to do what Kenny says like stop engaging these people and just block them. you don't have to prove anything to them, but sometimes I'm afraid like if I'd let whatever they said just go. What if somebody who isn't an idiot sees it and they don't have? I don't have a response. And they don't have the new. They don't have the information. You know, especially the stuff I talk about with oh, trauma yeah. and working with children. Like I actually care about that stuff. Like I'm not ah. just on Twitter just to be talking shit. I do that too, but I actually have stuff that I care about that I really want to get information about. But I just got attacked and called a stupid fucking bitch because I highlighted that this father in this video didn't recognize when his toddler was no longer playing. I wasn't saying he was a bad dad. I wasn't saying he was being abusive. Nothing like that. But just pointing out that because you know, we're not taught how to recognize children's behaviors, we don't know when we're going too far and we don't know the damage that causes. And I got call all kinds of right. bitch and all kinds of crazy shit even my friends who disagree with me were able to just at least articulate themselves and say well i don't agree because blah 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 blah." and we had the discussion that's fine but then i was like mm. i'm just right. trying to share information i'm not even saying he's a bad person i'm not attacking parents i'm um, all i'm saying is we need to learn more about how our brains and bodies work so we're not causing damage thinking we're just teaching life lessons to toddlers and then you, you
2: stink the <laughs> bitch after that. <Jackson. laughs> damn! But see, those kind of cats—they always extreme. take it. Dudes like that always take everything to the damn extreme. Me and Kenny used to, and T—we used to deal with somebody that uh, we had to kick out of, the, <laughs> out of the out of the out of the shark pit because he was just this, any little thing like you know what I'm saying. He would just oh, go off on Blackman. Oh my awesome oh, black, yeah. god, like, what's wrong with you? Like you stupid whore! Hey, just get out of here, you yeah, yeah, oh, yeah,
0: whore! Yeah, so, yeah. um, we, we
2: have to have a side way. conversation. <laughs> hey, that's that's the only one I ever got wrong, though, kid But that one was a <laughs> big one. This guy was a part of the Sharks team. <laughs> um, Not really? He wasn't on the. We didn't have a pod at the time. We just we had like a little um, a little uh, chat group. And at first, it was just. It started out with yeah. just me and Ken, and then I don't even know how me and Ken linked. That we just instantly just had chemistry for whatever it was reason. Probably and the only
1: two that no sense. In a place big,
2: that's pretty much probably what it was. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. what it was. <laughs> and then, uh, then T and Big Mike came in, and so we would all just chop it up for like we chopped it up for like maybe two years or so, just about everything. And then I was trying to bring in this other dude. So I would go to the guys. I'd be like, what you guys think about this dude? And on the surface, it was like, okay, he looks cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Bring him in. So I bring him in. And then it didn't take him too long to rejoice. He came in. He started talking about all kinds of
0: weird shit. All kinds of shit. Yeah, clones.
2: clones. He was like, hey, man. But y'all think Ben, this is when Ben Carson was running for president. He was like, hey, man. Do y'all think they cloned him, Carson? <laughs> like, did they get him and clone him? Are you serious? <laughs> he was dead serious. Like, he was dead ass. <laughs> and then Ken was like, <laughs> You yeah, know Ken. <I'm>... Ken. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Okay.
2: He was like, Then he would like, do these weird yeah, ass freestyle. Because I know it had to be like, funny. <laughs> just was like, nigga, where we (laughs) go?
1: What the hell are you talking about? You know, Kenny didn't let that shit slide.
0: (laughs) But he tried to just slide that on mine. I was like, you know what? You know, I know exactly what happened. I created a separate room, and it was just me, T, and Mario on Big Mike. And I was like, hey, man, y'all see what's going on? (laughs) Dude is doing. Y'all was like. And we went. I wanted to go say nothing. It was like I was like, okay, it ain't just me. Then it ain't just me. And, and we just stayed in that room, and we just wouldn't say anything in that other room anymore. We just wouldn't talk anymore. And he just faded it out. And I think we ended up blocking him because he started talking shit or something. Yeah. I
1: can't remember. Well, what did you say about black women? I yeah, yeah, just talk, have he, to know. Man, he just went
2: off on this one sister for fl- <laughs> like just over nothing. Like I don't even. Re- oh, man, I'm t- I don't even remember what the what the topic was, but. She just said something real simple and he was like, You fucking bitch. That's why you can't <laughs> ever mind your business. Whore like you just mind your fucking business. Don't worry about what my job. I think she asked him what he does for a living or something. He just went like off, off. I'm like, bro we can't deal with then I had to tell him like, hey, we can't. He got mad. He started
0: throwing subliminals talking yeah, shit about Mario and shit.
2: Right, right, right. Blocked everybody up like, "Damn, okay." Oh, Weird man, ass dude. thing. And then he he was from, oh, he was? from LA. So oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened and I was like, "Hey man, before we fell out, I'm like, "Hey man, let's link up since you out this way." whoa, whoa. He's like, "Oh, um, uh, where you at?" I'm like, "I'm over here." He's like, "Well, oh man, dang. I'm on the east side, so I'm away from Never where is. you are." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like so that. funny.
1: Like, wherever, I'm man, he's gonna make sure he's on the opposite side. No, I'm in Long Beach. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man, I can't make
2: it because of the traffic. You know, that kind of shit. Man, I'm in (laughs) Mexico. I'm sorry,
0: brother. Yeah, he's (laughs) a
2: Right. He's in some weirdo, man. I'm like, all right, right, that was was my bad. I'm pretty sure he got banned. I'm pretty sure because you get banned on Twitter oh, now yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. just that was back little, that was
0: back shit that was back know, in like 2014. Uh, that was back when you could just say anything 2015,
2: on Twitter. 15 something like that. Yeah, you can say yeah. Either way, you on Twitter like in the early like yeah, earlier in the I decade. Was. I like had a different um,
1: account though. It, that one got banned. Oh okay. <laughs> and, so you oh know how wild God, Twitter God. was. It was the wildest shit I had ever seen. It care. was like all kinds of st- like people yeah. were like literally flying yeah. out <laughs> and documenting shit. Yeah. It was crazy. I just remember mm-hmm. people being I, honestly. Some shit was like the wild west though.
2: They had to get it under control to a certain degree because I remember you know people would meet up and, and right. really oh, yeah, squabble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what yeah I mean, that like, like I, I think somebody. Yeah, I think somebody uh committed suicide because everybody yep. was just clowning yep. the person so bad they killed themselves. Popson? Like remember popsin
0: He ended up dying I from like a, him. Some, like yeah. dysentery or some shit, some weirdo shit. Yeah, they said somebody yeah, put a voodoo put, curse on. <laughs> like, sure <laughs> him. Like I was Like I damn, wow. I, remember, I, I swear, wow. I, remember, uh, I got into with that dude. Cause I, yeah, I used to be, yeah, I'd be making fun of people. You know what I'm saying? Because when I first got on Twitter, I was just like talking sure. about history and stuff. Wow. And I think that's how me and Mario linked up. Yeah, I was boring I was ass, being boring ass, square
1: ass nigga. Huh? Sure.
0: Yeah, I was just being boring and just talking about John yeah. Henry Clark and stuff like that. And then oh, smart shit, learned yeah, That wasn't getting me no play. So <laughs> what ended up happening was I ended up just. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'll just do some nigga shit. I'll just make fun of people. I was like, that's literally what I about do. to say
1: you turned into a nigga. That's literally what yeah, I was you about to say. And then he ended up
2: having yeah. like a thousand followers. Kim's original account had like a thousand
1: followers. When it was like impossible to they have a followers. whole
0: lot of followers. You know what I'm saying? So then me and that popsin dude got into yeah. it because... He said something slick, but then I, I found a tweet where he said that he got tricked by a transgender. And I just started roasting them bad, like he got bad. <laughs> and back then, he wasn't getting banned or nothing, but yeah, he ended up blocking yeah. me. And I forgot all about him. Then I found out he died. I was like, oh, damn, that's fucked up. You know what, right. what I'm saying? I, I wasn't talking shit. I didn't want right, you to die. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? But the right. people were so ruthless. Yeah, they was understand. like, yeah, it, it was a dude. He posted a picture. He had shades on a leather jacket. And he was like, yeah, I went to this nigga funeral just to make sure his ass was dead. I was like, damn. Crazy shit. But yeah. I guess he has some type of stomach uh, virus or something,
2: supposedly, or something. Yeah, supposedly the, the, the Twitter the Twitter folk tale is that it was some dude on Twitter that uh was a practitioner of Vadoon or, or one of those one of those um yeah. dark arts, you know what they call it, and then uh he supposedly he did some shit and, and dude ended up they got into it online and dude did some voodoo the shit. Or whatever. Used to and say then, some fucked
0: up uh, shit about black people.
2: Yeah, that you know what? And I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a bean. That that yeah, dude yeah. had a problem, man. Like, you know, we laugh and everything, but that 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 dude he had a real yeah, he was a yeah, real fuck. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't wanna speak yeah. ill on the dead, but he did a lot of fuck shit on, on, on Twitter and it had a lot of people that really wanted to whoop yeah. his ass. You know what I mean? And he used to go he used to look up oh, yeah. his own name oh, and yeah. see what people were saying about him. You know what I mean? And then he'll pull up in your comments with all his little troll followers. He had a nice little follower. He was, to he was buddy buddy with that together. Ricky
0: Vaughn dude, the alt right. And he was like buddy buddy with them along. And, mm. and this is why, I was, you know, y'all know I used to say this on Twitter when I was last on there. There's a lot of them niggas that's on there now that was showing their teeth when Donald Trump won the presidency. And that dude's dude was one of them. And they all was at the White House showing their yeah, teeth. And that flipped hat yeah. nook dude, they was all showing their teeth. Now, all of a sudden, they mm-hmm. pro-black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't forgot, because right. they was all buddy-buddy yeah. with Curtis Spoon and the, the, the Ricky Vaughn motherfucker and mm-hmm. all these different people just straight-up cooning, straight-up showing their teeth tapping. And I was like, wait a minute. I know y'all niggas ain't trying to change up your identity now, all of a sudden, because nah, uh, I was I'm here. Scared. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't about to let you do it. And what I started noticing was a lot of the Ados people, they were not on Twitter back then. So they don't remember. They don't know. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's funny you say that because um, when I first heard of Eidos, it was on... Actually, I heard of it in person. Someone was at my house saying Eidos. And I was like, what the hell is Eidos? And that's when I seen it on Facebook. And then... that's when I learned about who Yvette Carnell and all them was. Right, right. But I had never seen it on Twitter until recently. And that's yeah. why I didn't even know it was like really a cult thing <laughs> until yeah. I got into like more pro black. Because my previous account wasn't in as many pro black uh, spaces for whatever reason. Like I didn't, it was some, but it wasn't like a whole lot of um, people like. Um, like Q, right? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. It wasn't mm-hmm. like professors and shit. Like I follow now, I had mostly hip hop shit because right, at the right, time right. I had a hip hop publication, so that's what I was focused on. So I didn't right. even know the Ado mm-hmm. shit existed until like I got had gotten my other account banned, and I opened up LifeStar Media, and that's when I started seeing all this Ado shit. And I was like, what? I I had never even heard of it, really. I had that one person who mentioned it, and I thought that shit was weird, and I just let it go, because it's all like some shit somebody made up. (laughs) And and being in LA, and being in LA, you always run you know, especially in the circles that I be in, like, I be in Leimert Park. So Leimert Park, for those of you guys who don't know, that's Um, where, like, what people y'all call hoteps. Yeah. That's. That's man, pretty much man, that space. Point, the man. Project Blows, so that's like the hip-hop space, but even them, they're kind of like on the, you know, pro-black, very, you know, African, Pan-African type of shit. Just where the stars be like that, though. Well, I mean, as long as I've known since the 90s and I've been out here, that's when that it was like that. So that's what it's kind of known for. So those spaces, you know, I would hear all types of shit. So I would hear, you might hear somebody say some... New term to say Black American, right? Right, right, so, right, right, right. You know, I'm a Neo Nubian or some shit. New wabian or some shit.
0: Yeah, there's right? right? you know, New-W- right? <laughs> <Yeah,
1: laughs> always some new term. Yeah. You know, a Moorish American or I'm a Moor or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, so I just took yeah, it as that, if like. You can get right. a job. So That's you know, American descendant of slavery. He <laughs> kept saying American descendant <laughs> or African descendant of slavery, whatever it's called. Um, I kept saying the term, and I was just like okay just you could just say black you don't have to keep (laughs) saying this term but Mm -hmm. but like i said it it didn't mean anything to me then i go online and i see like it's literally a cult to the point where people are like tagging me and demanding that i say that i'm (laughs) ados
2: oh man yeah see they got out of control and and that's the sad part because like all good movements it started out absolutely very promising you know what i'm saying they would they were about their business, and then well, you know, they just the thing got about silly. They get
0: connected; they got connected because you know what, what I mean? yeah, just, you know, All it takes is for a few of them to start coming, getting connected with certain type of politics. And I started noticing how a lot of them started having uh-huh. these right wing politics based on the fact that they don't like Caribbean people mm-hmm. or immigrants. You know, um, that one guy—I'm not going to say his name—but that one guy was calling himself an okay uh, conservative. You know what I'm saying? You know when when uh-huh. they started using these different. Right. Uh, I saw a guy. He was on there, and he was like talking about how. Um, he was going to snitch on the people at this job because they hired a bunch of Mexicans. So he was going to call ICE. And my whole thing is this. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm from the street. So I was like, regardless of the fact, I ain't telling nobody shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get, gonna do you? Yeah, man, I ain't about to snitch on some people because they got jobs. Like, And at the end of the day, you don't even like the job. And I asked the dude, I said, well, what kind of job is it? And it was some type of warehouse job where they was making below minimum wage. I said, nigga, you need to be getting a better job any fucking way. Get the fuck out of here. Get on your shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, exactly. I'm not telling on nobody. Like, get the fuck
1: out of here. It's funny to me. That's a, that's another conversation when I kind of want to go there because it, it really does irritate me the way that we have very dishonest conversations
0: yeah.
1: around shit like immigration. Because don't get me wrong. As a person who worked in healthcare in LA, I can tell you immigrants, Latino immigrants in LA are racist as fuck, especially in the healthcare industry. Right? And I don't think Absolutely. that's a secret. Absolutely, No, it's not and, a secret. And at the same time, I'm not up here trying to turn in some Latino family because they, you know, they're over here undocumented. I don't give a fuck. Like, they're not, them being here. Uh, You got
0: bigger, as as a black person, you got way bigger fish. The resources that
1: they're taking away aren't mine.
0: No.
1: (laughs) Right? And they're not even taking it away. They're being given. Yeah. And, and on top of that, most of the shit that um, we have now, black people don't even know exists. Like We should be focused on, folk, to me, focusing on what do we have access to and how do we get that to our people? Because there is stuff that exists and we just don't know about it. I know because that was my job, try to get it to people so they could l- learn more about it. But right. people don't think about, okay, oh, there's a job where you can do outreach to teach African-Americans that they have access to these t- type of resources. No, nobody's doing that. There's money going to the Latino community to do that. There's none going to the Black community to do that. But Black people themselves aren't even focused on how do we grow that. They're focused on, look at those Latinos over there and what they're doing.
0: Worried about pocket watching. Worried about what somebody else that's, is doing. Latinos, and, and doing what
1: they, but Latinos are doing what they're supposed to do.
0: And like, like, Mar- like Mario said, in in essence and in the beginning, the movement was a great thing because it was based on facts. It was based on forward thinking and doing something tangible. What happens is, is just like any other gang or religion, you get the knuckleheads involved and the knuckleheads get in good luck because the knuckleheads are going to have nothing to do but talk. That's all right. they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? They're going to keep talking, keep talking, do nothing tangible. And the people that are actually doing the work, they're not even going to support them because look what right. happened. They started beefing with Yvette Cardinal and Tone talking about well, we're going to just change the name and all this other kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, OK, you guys really don't want this. You guys want something else, which is 90 percent attention based. Don't want anything or feeling
1: of belonging. I think a lot of African Americans we want to feel an identity, and that's one of the unfortunate things about the trauma of slavery and the trauma of everything that happened after slavery. Is you know with any other with any trauma that you experience that even as an individual you have an issue around your identity. Well, who am I if I can be victimized this way? Right? Yeah. Who am I if my history and who I am was ripped away from me? That's why it's really difficult for kids who are adopted or kids who are in foster care when they're taken away from their biological families, right? Because it literally disrupts what they their entire uh, ability to see themselves. So as Black people, of all the traumas that we've been through, we struggle with an identity. Who the fuck are we? We're not African. The thing about Caribbean people, at least in some parts of Caribbean, although a lot of that's changing in certain areas, but they were able to have a collective identity eventually because they had their own space. Yeah. We've never had that opportunity. We've always had to exist under the thumb and within white society. Well, not only also, that,
2: when we when yeah. we yeah. and let's, go ahead, let's my keep my it a hundred too but they that's they watch good, yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever we get together and start trying to do something constructive. Exactly. <laughs> they
1: and, and the way here. that we we were um you know, treated in slavery was different. It was actually way harsher here. It was like some of the worst slavery in the world. Because we purposely disrupted our family structures, purposely disrupted our ability to talk to each other. We could we weren't even allowed to speak our languages with each other.
0: Well then you know the thing about it is it's like it's like this, you know, um, even when we do create something that's for us, all it takes is because we we have an issue with groupthink. You know what I'm saying? We will not think individually about what we should be doing. And what I mean by that is all it takes is for one I guess you can call deity type person to convince us to be along with they shit. So my example of that is hip hop. You know what I'm saying? There was a one, there was a certain point in time where everybody thought hip hop wouldn't sell. They thought it was a fad, that that was gonna die. Nobody would have anything to do with it. But as soon as everybody liked it, what did we do? We started selling it. Now, not only and what I mean by the whole group think and looking at one person, you got Diddy, you got Jay-Z, and see, we have we'll start arguing about it. We'll debate with each other about it. No, man, Jay-Z should get that money. He should sell it. What? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you you selling something. And it's something T said last night in the text message. He said, these people will sell, these people will capitalize off black people just to sell it to white people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, dude, we we, 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 we bought we Wear, and all the other black brands, and all they did was sell it to white folks. You know what I'm you saying? Know, Fat farm all of them. And, 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 and T is the one that showed us that they sell the shit at TJ Maxx and, and Walmart, like RockAware. is being sold at like Walmart now. But it's yeah. not owned by Jay-Z and Dame Dash no more.
1: You know, the thing though, I was just thinking, was you saying that? What's funny is there's one person, as, as controversial as he is, and as shitty as I could say his products are. Kanye? At, huh? you
0: talking
1: about Kanye? Uh-uh. Oh. One thing, not at all, not even at all. But one thing I can say is that this particular person has done a great job of only marketing to black people and getting his money from black people and that being that, you know? I think he had, like, one contract that was outside mm-hmm. of that and, you know, that did what it did and he was still focused on his people. Oops. As shitty as it is, Tyler Perry, that's mm-hmm. all he's done. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, his shit is terrible. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the yeah. day, he knows his demographic. Mm-hmm. He's, pre- he's pretty much gotten the chitlin circuit money.
0: Yeah, After but it's kind of people- like, like the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't, if you don't buy crack from me, they're going to buy from somebody else. Type of thing. Well,
1: I'm not even making that point. They're not even close to that. What I'm saying is, but there's a chitlin circuit demographic that I think we've turned our nose up at. So we'll look at it like, oh, you can't just target black people. You have to sell your shit to white people. In order to sell it to white people, you have to make it a particular type of content that appeals to them. So now you have to water down our shit. You know, throw Britney Spears in the track or whoever. Right. Let You know, what's the other girl? Miley Cyrus do a song with you. You know, all this stupid shit to get noticed in these mainstream areas. So that's what I'm saying that there's still this space where you can target black people, sell to black people and make money. You don't have to make money with white people. You don't have to. You really don't with know. the internet, and that's, that's the only point I make, I'm not saying he makes good shit and we should praise him, nothing like that. My point is that at the end of the day, that he you can he's an example of the fact that you can make money just selling to your people. You don't yeah, have to do yeah. all this extra shit. And you well, can stay those, independent those people, and do that. The
0: people, the people that I was using the example of, they never really wanted to just sell to black people anyway. Now, Dame Dash will come back 30 years later talking about culture vultures and this, that, yeah, and third. But that motherfucker is full of shit. He was sitting on the boat popping bottles. And talking big pimp and shit right along with Jay Z and all the other people. So you know you have to take that shit with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying?
1: You can watch Dame though, and you can see exactly why he wasn't as successful as I, as as smart as he is. He can see why he's not as successful as he should be. His
0: ego is bigger than his waist.
1: Yeah,
0: the waist of his pants is ego's too big. You know, at the yeah. end of the day, is like these these people. You know, I hate that we argue about these things. We'll argue, and we do the same thing about our politicians.
2: He's we'll argue with Obama. He's mad. Yeah, he's mad because he learned the lesson too yes. late. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have people that are like that and he's mad because his boy seen the game and played the game well before he was aware of the game. He could have learned lessons from the game, but he wanted to play around and have a good time and, and do a bunch of nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it a beam. You know, and and, and um you know, Jay was, was was on his business. He was pretending like he was bullshitting with everybody else. He knew where it was gonna end up with Dame. He knew where it was, know, was, he he where it was going. That? Yeah. He, he knew. Yeah, exactly. Did you see the uh did you see the uh there was an article or something I was watching where Jay Z was telling uh his people like, Hey while it's this law going on in hip hop right now, y'all better put out as much music as you can because that 50 yeah. Cent dude is coming. Like, and once he get on the scene, he about to shut everything down. Man, put a gang. and They was all bullshitting in the studio, playing, getting high, smoking, drinking, fucking, you know, nigga shit. And Fifty Cent came, yeah. and the yeah. game was over. You know what I'm saying? As far he had the yeah. whole hip
0: hop game locked By the up. the time for like his four buzz, buzz down, Your each. career is already over because it never started.
2: You know exactly, and it's just. You can't be mad at the lessons that you refuse to learn just because somebody else was savvy enough right, to see the right. game before you did, man. And that's what it seems like. That's the impression you know, I got. One thing about Jay Z is one we thing did.
0: we do know about Jay is not a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker's are very intelligent. You Okay? Right. And he made the right business decisions right. for his family right. and for him. I never heard Jay. Now now he talks a lot of that four 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 stuff, you know, what's more important than throwing money in a strip club, mm-hmm. credit, and all that kind of shit. He says that now, but I've been I was around mm-hmm. when Jay-Z first came out bro. and he was in a strip club popping yeah, bottles big pimping and all that. Right. So I get it. I understand why mm-hmm. and how he's doing it, because he's one of those people that believes I got to get where I'm getting right now. So that if I do give you all the game, they can't get rid of me. You know what I'm saying? They can't cancel me and all the money I've made if I give you all the game. Yeah, but you know, but the thing about it is in our community, right. if you say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, when you change the game, nobody wants to hear it. It's like if we had, if, we, if I found a Bible and it had these lost books and I was like, oh shit, I got, the, I got the real original Bible. Look at this. And it's authentic. They're not going to want it because they've been reading the King James Version since 1860. Right. They're not going to want it. You right. Know what I mean? So it's like how do you get rid of that group think? How do you get rid of that idea that we have to follow this one path? You know what I'm saying? There has to be some kind of way we -hmm. can create a way to, you know, have discourse. We can have discourse in the conversation and things like that, but we don't have to all tear each other down because we don't believe in something. We don't have to all tear each other down because I don't think that Kendrick Lamar should sell his catalog to Sony or whatever the hell, you know what I'm saying? Like we should be able to have a conversation without Mm -hmm. being on this like weird this weird idea of uh, following stuff like we do that more than anybody, you know. Yeah, like as if we like if 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 I say I don't like
2: Kendrick Lamar or something, just I'm just throwing that out there, right? And then somebody will come along, you're yeah. a stupid But now you don't like it. Like I'm like, bruh, relax. You're not on Kendrick payroll, bruh, Like what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you know I love Kendrick, so I'm just using that as 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 an example, but. It's just like we have this weird mentality where we just have to throw right. the baby right. out with the bathwater every single time or just dive all into an argument every single time. And I don't know. I can't even say it's social media that's done this to people. I think social media maybe has made it more prominent. But, you know, this has been an issue in the community for a long time, man. Like, we always got to argue and debate about pointless shit. See, to like that.
1: I don't even mind us having discussions and debates. I think what you guys are really highlighting, though, is the way that we're having them. Because yeah. a lot of times it's not mm-hmm. even so much that, you, you know, you think this ridiculous thing. It's the fact that we can't even talk about the fact that you think about me and think this ridiculous thing without it becoming right. um, a fight. Or having to so be pa-
0: so We get so <laughs> passionate about these certain people and we start living vicariously through them. I mean, even when it comes to sports, the way black folks, young people talk about LeBron, you be like, damn, this, this nigga's not related to you. Like, like this buckets is not benefiting you in your real life. You don't know how to be a fan and separate yourself from the sport like this is not your life
1: you know there was this um girl on twitter it was it cracked me up a little bit because she was know, somehow she was trying to say she was trying to defend candace uh what's that girl's name candace owens candace owens right and what the girl was saying was really ridiculous and but the thing that was funny if you read what she said she actually came across as very innocent and naive like she really believed this dumb shit right and I didn't (laughs) knock her but then she kept making she made this sort of black on black crime statement and all this other dumb shit and I said Mm -hmm. okay no wonder you like Candace Owens because if this is your line of thinking, this is your perspective, no wonder you like Candace Owens, right? That. I, I did not mm-hmm. think that was a negative remark. Just basically saying, okay, what you're thinking, your thinking is in line with the shit that she says. But then she, the girl right. got all upset and she was like, I, I think you'd, um, you don't even know me. If you knew me, I think you'd actually like me, but it's fine. Have a good day. I said, lady, I don't even dislike you. I just... <laughs>
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, just because
1: I don't agree when she doesn't mean right. I hate you. you. Right. And, but she does seem like oh a nice God, person. So I it. wasn't even going at her. <laughs> she didn't come at me crazy. So, yeah. like, right. But, in, but okay. for whatever reason, the, in her imagination, she was already ready for a fight. And I think that's the thing. People be ready to fight you. And even if you don't attack them. And I think that's the other thing I'm trying to get better at is not fighting with certain people, just sort of disarming it by if I'm serious about the conversation that is. Right. So it's like, yo, you know, I actually care about I really want you to get this information about working with children because I actually care about this shit. This isn't some shit I just say I live this shit. And so I want you to get the information. So I'm not going to debate you. Here's a resource. You should read this book. Right. And that actually actually has gotten me better responses to things when I did things that way, because people are like, oh, now I get what you're saying because they didn't read what I said in the first place. What happens is people read and then they interpret it in their imagination some other type of way because they have all these ideas and experiences with other conversations with people who might come from your perspective mm-hmm. but not saying the things that you're saying so now they're all ready to fight you and they have no idea what they're really fighting they're just they're fighting you action. because it just sounds like you're attacking them and bringing in baggage exactly. from the previous bad experiences. exactly yeah yeah for sure
2: and and you know it's interesting that you brought that up because i actually i try to do that um i, I even take a couple of shots for people sometimes just having certain conversations and they'll say something real <laughs> snarky and smarmy and sometimes I, I'll let it go. You know what I mean? Just to get the greater point across. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, you know what? My bad, man. I, I shouldn't have came at you like that. And plus, I'm just trying to stop really getting into it so much with, with other black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it gets tiring at a certain point. I'm like, man, we got to figure out a way to be able to have these conversations without devolving into some bullshit. You know what I mean? So, like, I try to, to do that. Or, or I'll just... I'll just disengage. I'll write something and then I'll be like, man, I <laughs> I know I shouldn't say this right. And then I'll just delete it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this oh, ain't yeah. no going nowhere. Like, I'm just like, this. Oh, yeah. I yeah. You
0: do it I'm too? Like, you know
2: what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, it, I'll be I'll be like, you know what, man? This ain't going nowhere. Let me, let me stop now because I ain't going to do nothing to get pissed off and raise my blood pressure. Right. And, shit like and that, also, that. I'm
1: trying to get better about the fact that I don't have yeah. to respond to everything. Uh. You know, and a bunch of people like the idiot's tweet doesn't make it any more valid, you know, so just not Mm -hmm. responding to shit because you know you can get caught up responding to a bunch of dumb shit over and over and over again and then there's actual people with actual intelligent conversation that you could be having Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and I'm wasting time talking to somebody who doesn't say anything of value you know because there are people I actually feel Mm -hmm. like I can learn from online I follow them in fact the woman that I I just did the uh, interview interviewed her the woman who founded Supernova Mama you know I found her on Twitter and I found her work on Twitter and I follow her because she gives me a lot of information on working with children you know, she has experience that I don't even have, specifically her experience working with children who are neurodiverse. Neuro and so that which is a term I even learned from her. So I like being able to have those conversations with those people. I don't have to be debating people on whether or not you should be beating your child. <laughs> like you don't have to have
0: that. debate, Right, right, right.
1: You know, and
2: Kim gave me some game um, a couple years ago when we were doing work at, at the local school system um, because we were trying to figure out a way um what happened was we were having certain groups of people attack us but they were it was a diverse group it was like black people and white people together doing it so it was hard to like try to call them racist and then i think ken gave me the idea of saying oh, yeah. targeted oh, yeah. harassment like because when you say targeted harassment that's not the that race car. doesn't necessarily yeah, include do the race card so what ended up Right. What ended up happening though, Ken, and I don't think I even told you that, is when I used that term when we when we wrote him a, a letter about what was going on they actually said, well, you know, we don't, we're not being racist or anything like that because we got, uh, there's other black people, blah, 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 They tried to, I said, I didn't say yeah. that nobody was racist. What are you talking about? Well, I yeah, said they said told, they told them themselves. <laughs> and it actually, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it actually worked. But they're so accustomed to that. They were ready for that. And then we ended up, that term changed the tra- the whole trajectory yeah. of the conversation, you know, and it had, it, it, it got the that. desired effect. So, and then I, yeah, and then another one he gave me was um, uh, what was it? Urban some, when we were talking about trying to get funding for so something
0: urban renewal instead of instead and of like, yeah,
2: you, no, 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 not that one. It was a way to 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 get the point across that you're talking about black kids without saying black kids. Though so it was um, I I forgot. <laughs> damn. <laughs> It wasn't low income here. I think it was economically disadvantaged areas, or remember. something like that. It was so, it was something along those lines. But it was a way to basically say black kids without saying black kids, because yep. you know how people get when you when you specifically ask for something for black folks. You know they
1: yeah get on they uh, that's a, that's actually a great tactic in yeah. general. So in my experience working in community organizing. That Or even, even working in social services, I found that if you're very specific in your terminology, you can get around certain loopholes. Mm-hmm. Targeted harassment is a great one yep. because, like you pointed out, Mario, mm-hmm. it's like they're ready They're ready for that one. They're ready for racist. And, yeah. you know, right, I've definitely right. gotten exactly. caught in that where I said racist and they're like, oh, no, it's not racist. And that's something that's so hard to prove. Right. Whereas targeted harassment, yeah. if harassment yeah, sure. happened. That's all the proof you need because there's harassment. And it was targeted towards your child. Exactly. So he gets the job done. And I think we need to learn some of those ways so we can navigate the system. Because I think we we think we have to be in the system to win the system. And that's not necessarily the case. Because sometimes being in those systems, you'll find, especially being black, all they're going to give you is a job where you're going to have to follow orders anyway. They're not giving you the jobs where you're going to be the yep. executive making the decisions on what happens in a program. You're following whatever the state gave you. Mm-hmm. Right. So and that, that's just the reality yeah. of it. That's those are the positions you'll see black people in in any uh, administrative school system. They're always in the position of only enforcing what the state has already given them. And so when you have that mm-hmm. um When you have that sort of position, you have people who work in the system who aren't working. They might try. I won't lie to you. Some people might be in there trying, but it's hard. So you have to figure out how to navigate that system outside of it. So as a parent, you have to learn the terminology. As a teacher, you have to learn the terminology. Whatever you have to do to figure out how to get the needs met, because the, the tough part, though, is once... It's figured out, and they figure out. Oh, you you niggas figured out a loophole. Yeah. Then they then they start changing shit, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Right, close so that loophole now, exactly. Oh, well, now we don't have as many black kids at, in that neighborhood anymore. So you know, we're we're going to keep your program, but now it's not going to help black kids because black kids aren't even going to that school anymore, right? right. So right. Uh, exactly. one of those things yeah. that happen with gentrification. You know, you're fighting for all these programs. Okay, target. what you just target this area because it's a low income area? Well, black people no longer live in that area. Well,
0: <laughs> and, so, and what they'll, what they'll do is duplicate right. services. So you could be running <laughs> a program, and they'll bring someone in from the county or the city to like create it. like it'll be a program that's for black people. The city or the county will be the one to hire you, and then all of a sudden. Once the gentrification takes hold, they'll start doubling the services.
2: Or a lot of times you'll find out now all of a sudden they're willing to do some shit. And it's like, OK, after every all the black people then move, now you're willing to, to do some shit to help this economically disadvantaged area. You know what I mean? And it's really just white gentrifiers that have moved into those areas that are getting the economic redevelopment plan or whatever.